0: Welcome back to another year of the Breakthrough Podcast. This is season number three. Man, time flies when you're having fun. My name is Omar Muhammad, helping you improve and progress in business and in life. And you see down there, he's back for a third season.
1: Yes, sir. I'm back. Tell who you are, man. (laughs) That's your opening. The Benji group. I'm the CEO and founder of the Benji Group. I'm the Morgan alum, 2015 business administration major, and uh, I am a returner citizen as well. So it's exciting to be a part of this podcast for another season and I'm excited for this season for sure.
0: All right, so I didn't hear your name. So, since I didn't hear his name, y'all probably said, Who is this guy? This is Leon Robinson, the fourth, (laughs) y'all. Leon
1: Robinson, the fourth. Yes, I'm sorry about that.
0: (laughs) No, that's all good, man. It's all good. So, as you can see, we have a guest. But before we get to our guest, just want to let you know that. You know, we have some incredible things that we're going to do every time we come on and every time we do this uh, for season three, year number three for us. Uh, so you can follow us at edacmorgan.com and just click on ride. So it's morgan.com. We're also on uh, Facebook and Instagram at ride small biz, actually on Instagram at ride small biz. And next time you see me, I'll have the Facebook because I can't remember what the Facebook is. So I need to get the interns to to make it in sync. Uh, But of course, we have this podcast. We also do a entrepreneurship boot camp. We have what we call continuing education. Now, you know, we we're a partner with the Returning Citizens Magazine uh, with Brother Todd Bose Bozeman Boz sorry Bose. We have a ride you component to that. We also are going to do some in person events. So, the second uh, Thursday of each month, we're going to do what we call continuing education meetups. So, it gives an opportunity for individuals to get together, but also to learn some resources, learn some new skills and information to help improve your business. Uh, I mentioned the magazine already. And then I'm excited about this opportunity. We're partnering with uh, Community Solutions, and Louvon Dungy, who is a returning citizen and has been on the Breakthrough podcast before as well, uh, he's going to hit up the what we call the, it's called the Rehab Project. So working with brothers and sisters who are interested in uh, learning about real estate rehab. Uh, so that's coming up uh, in November. Uh, but again, more information can be found on our website at edacmorgan.com. With that said, I want to welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. Oh, let me kind of back way back up. So the Breakthrough Podcast is discovery of New Pathways and it's brought to you by the Minority Business Development Agency and EDAC here at Morgan State University. And EDAC, for short, is, is, is Entrepreneurial Development and Assistance Center, but for short, it's EDAC. So now with that said, we're going to bring Lamont Bell um, here to the the Breakthrough Podcast. Hey, Lamont, welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast.
2: Hey, how you doing, Umar? Great to be here. Hey, man. What's going on, brother? Good deal, man. How you doing, Mr. Leon? How y'all feel today?
1: Feeling good, man. Blessed to have you, brother.
2: Um, Blessed to be with you guys. So a little bit about me.
0: Oh who? no 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 no! Let me get you started, man. I know you're ready to jump right into it. So a couple days before—that's right. Yeah, a couple days before we jump in. You know, so how long have you been home? And then after returning home, what were your plans when you got home?
2: Uh, I've been home for 12 years, and um, I came on 2010 December um, the 23rd. My plan was to come home, get a job, build a business, and build a platform for guys coming home from prison. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was way before I even came home. I just sit back and, and, and took it from an inside-out approach
0: mm-hmm.
2: and visualized myself actually being here. And it's ironic that I'm here with you today because I've been talking to a couple of my colleagues about, man, I, I need to start a podcast because <laughs> people got to... And we, it was just divine destiny we met at the conference. Absolutely. So I was like, that's a blessing to get a brother who's on the same wavelength.
0: Yes, and man.
2: when you push that energy out there, I knew I was going to receive it back, but I didn't know where it was coming from. Mm, I, I love that man.
0: I love it. So you said, you know, when you came home, you were thinking already, even before that, thinking about, you know, entrepreneurship. You know, how can I create something and make sure that I'm lifting people up so that they're they avail they have the availability of uh, opportunities as well. Um, so what what really led you to getting started in business, and then you can just talk about what your business is.
2: Um, what led me to get into business? Um... Coming from the background I came from that led me to prison, I always had an entrepreneur skill. Mm -hmm. All the skills that I came with that led me into the business world, I already possessed, but I was taking the skill that I I was blessed with Mm -hmm. in a win-lose situation. I have to win, somebody had to lose for me to Mm -hmm. feed my family, Mm -hmm. to uh, do the things that I want and live that type of life that I want to live. Mm -hmm. But when I was, uh, placed inside the, um, I call it the, the, uh, penal system. It made me realize I have the ability to do anything, any business person can do. I was just doing it without principles and values. And that was the difference. My value and my principles was based off of my environment. Mm-hmm. and the things and the opportunities that I had, it always been there. Mm-hmm. I just chose not to take them, and I took the back way out, thinking I was doing something that will propel me to a direction where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Little did I know, when you, when hurt people hurt people,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it don't end well. Yeah. So instead of me being taken physically off the earth, I was just pinned into a facility because me basically, I don't believe that prison changed me. I changed myself through my mental uh, uh, imagery and really thinking about not being determined by my culture Mm -hmm. and that my habits can be changed. Mm -hmm. So when I came home, I was determined, the first thing I had to do is my first six months. That's critical to any person come home from reentry. Yeah. So my first thing, I got to get a job and start where I need to start at. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, um, I got into a ben, uh, temp agency and I just learned everything. Mm-hmm. And then when I left the temp agency and went with the company that hired me through the temp agency, I learned everything. And that's when I knew I had my, one of my niches was to give back to the community and contribute to the community, as well as I had the gift of, Solving problems, and that's what really an entrepreneur. All the big terms I was saying, people, entrepreneur is this, and you got a hell of LC. But when <laughs> I was introduced to the simple term of an entrepreneur, entrepreneur is a person who solves a problem for there, a profit. Yes, which he have a passion in. Yeah. Then it changed the whole landscape. Mm-hmm. So I'm really good at cleaning. When I was in the prison, I used to clean. Even the guards was like, "Man, your room stayed, your cell stayed nice." So all those etiquettes that I had, I started a daycare with my wife and a oh. cleaning business in 2017. And then when I looked at, I couldn't do to bad credit. You know how you're growing up. <laughs> your parents use your social and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. my credit was bad. So I worked on that, on those things. And then I couldn't get loans from the traditional banks because one, I'm a return citizen. It wasn't helping me. During that time, things is, is changing with guys like you and Miss Vanessa, mm-hmm. putting it forth. Mm-hmm. So I took those two business in the middle of the pandemic and started a third business, which was an assisted living, something that everybody need.
1: Yeah.
2: Everybody need cleaning, everybody need childcare, and everybody needs their parents taken care of. So um, with that, I just started moving forward. And now I'm propelling to a fourth business, which is, learning the internet and all these things and starting my own affiliate marketing company for people who are coming back into society for re-entry guys and everything like that and take it to a digital world that I never experienced. So I'm really excited about that one.
0: Mm. I I like that, you know, so, so multiple streams of echo. (laughs) So you already learned that, you know, so coming out, you know, so who were, were there a lot of resources I heard you say that you tried to apply, you you apply for uh yes. stake funding, but it was the decline, you know, were there any other resources available to you uh, as you came out? Like mentors, any advice or, you know, was there? It try- was
2: available, but not through an, on, it was that, it was those institutions that was available to me but it wasn't in an entrepreneur spirit. It was in more oh. like an employee spirit and that wasn't my spirit at the time. Yeah. So yeah. if it's not good with my soul, I'm not gonna go that route. Mm-hmm. So basically they was there, but they was giving me things. And what I needed that, that experience, that inside out experience was though, change my character and build off my character and tackle my private victories to bring it to my public victories. Wow. So that's what I was based on. I didn't have those. So when I ran into you, Miss Vanessa and all y'all, it was like, a, where was y'all at in 2010? I needed you guys back then. <laughs> I think I would have been like, yes, I had man. to go through a whole bunch of hoops and then I, I used my own money. We struggled, yeah. but I used my own money. I said, well, they don't want to give me the money. That's not going to stop me from my goals and aspirations. My conditions don't play a role in me growing and developing. So as an entrepreneur, it's stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. You have a problem in front of you. How do you solve it? Okay, use the streams of income that you got from two businesses and create slowly another business. Learn how to save and use your own capital to, to build. So what I started doing, putting 10% of all our earnings from both businesses aside for investment. Mm-hmm. And I took that route and then I just started branching out. But I, was, I still have a lot to learn because I came into the business world like raw. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but uh, mm. aim, ready, shoot. <laughs> that was my motto. My yeah.
1: There was no other option. You had to figure it out on the business it's, side.
2: Ex- exactly. <laughs> so I, I honed into a lot of the, because I was in, in in the life before, I was a person who was really good with numbers. Mm. I was really good in, num- in the street life. I was really good with numbers. And, That was my net. I was good at, okay, if I take this and do this and do this, Mm -hmm. and if I do this and do this and do this, oh, I can make this. And if I say this and do this and do this, I was always a proactive person, but in the wrong manner. So what I did is switch the whole entire thing and transfer it into something that's going to be a win-win situation and contribute to my community. Mm -hmm. And I'd still be at peace with myself as I'm doing it. And if you don't get real happiness until you help another person succeed like you did mm. that's like the most rewarding thing when you look at another man and say that he 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 made it there so that's that's that was my spill when I came on I'm still growing and I I got a lot to learn but that's the thing I will never stop learning to to my soul is called that's it hey bro
0: I hear you. And, and you know, you, you said you, you were kind of raw when it came down to the business piece, but you one, two, three. Now you're working on a fourth business. You know, sometimes, you know, I don't really like when people say this, but it is what it is. You know, <laughs> take it till you make it. And, yeah. man, You've been you've been doing it, you know, you yeah. know, using the, the resources that are available uh, to build these businesses out.
1: Doing, you're doing well, my brother. I, I applaud you, man. You know, someone who came back from the bang and got multiple businesses. My question is more so around like how you were raised, you know, like we, 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 we talk about like the experiences we go through as returning citizens or any adversity that we may go through, but like share a little bit about your background and just, you know, how you grew up and just that dynamic because a lot of people can kind of relate to similar Lifestyles and similar like upbringing. And that has a, a, a tremendous impact on how we behave
2: and how we move, you know, um, as we get older. Well, um, I come from a family of 10. Uh, we lived in the projects, three bedrooms, and um, single parent mother. Mm-hmm. And father left me at the age of seven. Um, father was the swim coach for YMCA. He was a professor at, at Dunbar High School, mm-hmm. but never was my father. Right. Um, My oldest brothers and them was my my look up to and my uncles who was in a syndicate. They was my my go-to people to look at, well, this is what men supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So during the process of growing up, it's 10 of us, mom's got three jobs. Mm -hmm. So when I turned 14, I was introduced to a life secretly on my own. I was looking at my brother and I'm getting this money and looking nice and the girls around him. And I was like, oh Man. I wanna be my like my oh, yeah. brother. Right. <laughs> so because the thing is, as human beings, we just want to be happy. Right. And That's seeing him happy, doing whatever he, what he wanna do, and nice cars and nice women, it was like exhilarating, like, oh, this, like, and then looking at these TV shows, like uh, we grew up off of good times. So yeah. looking at them being poor and then looking at my brother, i like, I don't want to be like them. Yeah. I want to be like him. <laughs>
1: yeah. So
2: that was my role model. Right. And as I grew older, uh, during my time, a lot of guys didn't like young guys out there in the street like they do now. Yeah. The way was different back then.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I had to sneak and uh, get my little brown pouch bags and put my weed in and sell it. <laughs> but if I got caught by one of them dudes from off the street, what you doing? I'm going to tell your brother and your mother. We don't have that right now.
0: Yeah.
2: But back then, that's what it was. But when I got around my 15, 16, 17 and was fighting, we moved from um, the projects to up Park Heights in 79. Mm. I was already used to seeing people get shot, mm. fighting, killed, babies throwing out the window from the 10th floor. I've seen it. Right. So when I came in the park, I doing it in 79. That stuff was not new to me. So guys looked at me like I was crazy because the stuff they was going through, I was like, what, that's nothing. I've seen worse than that. Right. So my mentality was totally different. So when I got up there and then my brother had a name, my sister had a name and they was known, he was known as the and Kids because all of us can fight. <laughs> Everybody can fight from the from from the babies all the way up to the mother. Everybody fight. Yeah. So during them times, man, it was rough. So I come from a background of get it how you live. Right. Don't worry about what people say about you. Be your own man. Stand your ground. Don't snitch. All that stuff. Uh. It it it, it varies. Mm-hmm. And. Growing up, I'm like really thinking about it. like growing up, I had no leaders, really? no real leaders. Right. Right. So sometimes you sometimes you start leading yourself because I didn't want to be known as Lord Omar, because that's my brother's name, Omar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my brother's name is Omar. Wow. Wow. So I was like, I don't want to be, I want to be known as little Omar. So I created a character, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We create characters. Mm. We navigate and create our own character. I became this guy named La. It. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Why they call
2: you up? Coming from Lafayette Projects, that was my demeanor.
1: Yeah. Right. Ain't
2: you little Omar? No, I'm not little Omar. Call me La Slim. Don't call me nothing other than what you supposed to call me. Right. So I, and then I was nice with my hands. So as I as I go toggle back and forth from my past to now, I had the ability to choose right. to do. Boxing. Mm-hmm. I was one of the smartest kids in my school. Um, I think Mr. Omar know one of my best friends. His name is Derek Chase. We grew up together. Absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. chose school, and I chose the street. Yeah. We could have went this. I could have went to school, and he could have went street. That's yeah. how. Like, like one thing. I, 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 I sit back and say, even though the circumstances as they was between stimuli and response, we have that one. Beautiful thing we can do is choose Yeah, choice. and when I chose certain things the choices I made created conditions mm. of negativity but now that when I went into the prison system and I changed my character again changed it again I narrated a new character I actually came back to being Lamont Bell yeah. <laughs>
1: who
2: God is telling me already to be All right so all the good principles and stuff that I learned made me develop a character that like oh I can actually change and rescript my whole entire life and be a not a different person but the person I was meant to be on a higher level of thinking. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. when I did that like all the stuff all my belief system from growing up get it how you live. Just what men do, we don't snitch, we don't rap, ba, 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 and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, it was a facade to fit the street persona. Right. That's not what men do, men build communities. Right. They build families, communities, and they are, their integrity is is to a limit where though it's unquestionable. And when I found out that I can rescript my life and redo things over, and it's never too late. I went in at 28. I ain't come home until I was 40. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Let me, so this is my follow-up
1: to that initial question. What What would you tell your younger self? Knowing what you know now, going through what you went through at 28 till 40, and
2: the things you experienced as a kid, what would you tell your younger self? Mm, good question, man. That, yeah, that was a good one. What I would tell my self back then, what would I tell myself? I would, I, I would actually give them the advice that just you can't solve a problem at the same level of thinking that you did when you created it. Mm. Right, that's mm. awesome. So that's what I tell my younger self because you really got to think about it. When we create the conditions that we built and we try to resolve it, it's called insanity. Because that was my first rodeo when I went to prison. That was my third. I was I'm a three-time felon. Mm. So the insanity was I can beat the system. Let me go and I can beat them this way. Right. I call myself sharp, but actually I was dulling myself. Because I wouldn't let my right my my right side of my brain lead and my left brain manage. Wow. So when I was acting in that capacity, I'm like, oh. And when I sit back with prison due to you, if you really sit back, it allows you to put yourself in a space in a corner and imagine when you tap into the creativity of your right side of your brain and you envision how I want my life to be, this is my goal, this is how I want to look. And imagine yourself actually being in that position. It reveals yourself goal. to yourself. It it's- reveals yourself to yourself, like. It's, it's the most, it was the aha moment for me. I, it was so, so as I'm sitting there, people didn't understand like, dude, you got 20 years. Why are you happy? Because mm. I finally found out who I am as a human being and a wow. capability. I just started studying my brain, how it worked, the organs in my body, what makes it function. I live in this body every day, but I don't know nothing about it. Right. That's the major problem. It was the simplistic things that I wasn't doing that caused, because cause I'm trying to think I want to be sharp. I want to speak these sharp words. I'm reading, I'm trying to find got dictionaries this big. I'm just trying to learn words. But then I say, ho, oh, I'm the most simple but yet complicated, complex creation on the planet. Let me study myself. That was the best psychology class that I that you can get from any Harvard school in the world, yeah. in the world hands down. Yeah. Harvard can't touch it. Yeah. When you're there for ten years or more, it can't touch it because you got to watch how a person move, the way you look, the body language, all that stuff plays a major role. Then you start understanding that other people's character when you understand self, mm-hmm. and that's what self elevating. Wow, that's what's up.
0: Yeah, I understand that mindset. You know, making sure your mindset is strong as well.
1: Right. You know, so
0: we we have a number of people who come on the podcast, and you know, even you know some of the individuals that you know we know in our in our everyday life. You know, who are uh, formerly incarcerated individuals, returning citizens, and you know, when I talk to them, they say, "Omar, I need to I need to eat." You know, so I have to go get this this job first, and then I can consider entrepreneurship. I respect that. You know, and, you know, you've been a, a three-time, you say three-time felon. you know, yeah. that has three plus businesses, you know, what, what information would, or what, what strategies or advice would you give to those individuals who are, you know, like you were, you know, you said when you came home, there were some resources, but they were leading you to employment. You know, and I understand that, you know, uh, I'm here now and you just, you confirmed it too. The first six months are critical, you know, so what advice would you give to individuals about, you know, thinking about entrepreneurship and getting to that point, not just thinking about it, you know, but, you know, uh, manifesting
2: it, you know, what advice would you give to them? Once you like get to the point that you want to be an entrepreneur and be sure about it, first of all, you got a plan. And the first plan is, is that what is the means that I need to get to where I need to go? Mm. And when you figure that, when you figure out, let me let me put it this way. Anyone, before they come home, you need to write a mission statement. Mm. Uh, a mission statement for life or a mission statement for- A mission statement for the your life from love- all four quadrants of your life. Mm. Financial, physical, professional, and for your community. When you write that mission statement, it's like the constitution of America. That's your private constitution that you must uphold and live by. Mm. And if you have, and when you start building on your, your character, start see we living in a time that we have a personality thing. People want to use personality and form, but that's second nature. Character is the first nature of any human being. So build character, build trust, build integrity, Everything will follow. Your first six months home is just building. Get a job. I'm not yeah. saying don't get a job, but let that job be a, a means towards your end.
1: Right. Let that be
2: a platform for the next Yeah. Season. just let that be a platform yeah. and let that be yeah. your beginning point. It's yeah. not your end point and anything that's ethical and of moral principles. Let that be a guide to your business and you have to find out what you love doing one thing i Mm -hmm. learned is that psychologically anybody have a passion for something what it does it becomes easy only things become hard is when you don't have a passion you just do i'm just doing it for the money Mm -hmm. if it's for the money then your entrepreneurship is going to be limited but if you do it out of passion and the money is secondary guess what the world will bend to its knees, and you will get everything that's coming to you, without a question. I'm a witness to that. They told me no several times. Oh, you are three times. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm living proof. I tell guys, there's no excuse because you was inside. My life was just as terrible as yours. There's no excuse. And the last thing I want tell a person: consistency, consistency, consistency. You cannot fail. Once you get that character. And uh, from your character, you you, you you conquer your private victories. It's going to spill into your public victories. People yeah. won't see who you are.
1: Yeah.
2: Instead of being two faces, oh, one minute, I'm from brother uh, o- Omar. And now, uh, hey, yeah, brother, Baba Then right here. Yeah, you know that mother F, uh, this, this, that, that. No, you got to start from a character base and let that be your persona, period. brothers, public or private. Cause mm. I feel though, integrity is the higher form of loyalty. You can yeah. be loyal to money, but if you have integrity, it's certain money that you won't touch. That's right, right. right. <laughs> and there's yeah. certain things money,
1: certain things money can't buy, you know, and there's certain doors, money won't get you into. Period. Exactly. So It's the character. It's your character that's going to get you in those rooms, you know, where most people won't be able to get into. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I you agree. hit it
2: right on the nose. Discipline brothers. Discipline. Don't come saying somebody owes you anything. No mm-hmm. one owes you anything you owe yourself. Mm-hmm. So capitalize off, you are the business. I don't care, see that's the producing capability. The business that you create physically is the producing capability. Right. You are the, actually the business, you yourself. So whatever you got in here, in that heart, And in your mind, it's going to show in your business. Your integrity or your lack of integrity is going to show in your business. So it starts from an an inside-out approach because whatever you got inside is going to manifest physically. I don't care. It's the law. I thought about this for years. When I sat in that cell, I thought for years, nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to hold me. I'm not waiting for nobody. I'm not mad at nobody. It was my choice. The stimuli was... Oh, get money, do this and this. Women, cars, and chicks. And my response was, "I'm gonna go and get it." Mm. Now my response: I don't need that because that 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 don't build nothing. That destroy my community. This is what I'm ready to do. I'm ready to create a win-win situation. I eat, they eat, everybody eat, everybody win. I'm good. I can sleep at night. I'm at peace in my heart, and I'm happy. Mm. I'm happy. Yeah. So that's the things that I would tell a guy coming home. Yeah. Don't, don't let social pressure guide you into doing something that you really don't want. And if you don't know what happiness is, happiness is to delay your life with that which you love in a long term. See, people think happiness is just. Oh, I got a new iPhone, I just got that new Mercedes, I got this, that's not happening because I call that empty success. Mm. That's empty success, you got the product of success, but if you have success within and you got this, mm. you got the whole full circle. Fulfilled, yeah. That's right. yeah. Mm. And that's how I look at it, and that's what they should do when they come home. Baby steps, cause nothing, mm. come from being dependent to independent interdependent we gotta take those stages because when we come on we depended on uh uh these programs uh-huh. we depended on uh because I, when I came out, I had to get food stamps I'm not gonna lie I got food stamps anything the state that gave me just to get where I need to get no pride involved I gotta start where I gotta start hey, yeah no
1: put your pride aside
2: man exactly like, so the yeah. thing is once you get out of that dependent stage you transfer your, your whole way of thinking to that independent, Guess what happened. It allowed you to open up doors to be interdependent where though you can deal with like-minded people. And that's the most highest form of dependency is when you're interdependent, because that means with all three of us together, we can synergize and create something better if it was just one. And that's the key for anybody coming home. Keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Use what you got. Start where you at. Don't have no pride, but have pride of being who you are. And transfer yourself from dependent, interdependent, and then I'll let you allow to work with people who are interdependent, who have the same ideas, and want to see you grow and, and be the best version of yourself. That's the only good advice I can give someone coming out from prison. Right, man, you, you
0: dropped a lot of nuggets, man. We really and appreciate that. Uh, yeah, perfect
1: absolutely.
2: Yes. First season yes third season.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: so Lamont, <laughs> how can people get uh, get in contact with you? How can people reach you?
2: Um, honorable cleaning 17 at gmail.com. Um, watch out for uh Bo, meaning uh building of wealth. I'm Grace uh launched my affiliate marketing um strategy real soon. Uh I haven't finished doing that yeah I'm working with some other people with that and um if they want my number 443 616 8102 if you can call me I sit down uh I'll show them how to get into the franchise business of cleaning how to and I and I not saying this to boast but I took a five thousand dollar cleaner business to over six figures. Congrats yeah, yeah that's so all about it. I I, I, I got the blueprint they I'll just brag gotta,
0: about it. Lamar took a $5,000 investment to over six figures. Yeah. Congratulations. You got to brag about it. Celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: exactly.
2: It's about yeah. celebrating
0: that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, let's celebrate you.
2: So, um, with that being said, if they need any help, I don't have no mind to contribute to another person, man or woman, to building themselves. And if you sit around me, it's not going to be easy because anything worth building it's going to be hard. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to start with character. That's my whole thing. I'm going to start that's with so character right. and then I go to the second round with your uh, you know what I mean, how to influence from your character base, not to yeah, play games and manipulate yeah. people and that's what right. I'm, I don't want to be around.
0: <laughs> yeah. And likewise all right, man. well, we definitely appreciate you coming on board. Uh, any final
1: thoughts, Leon, and how people get get in contact with you? No, no final thoughts. I'm just inspired. Um, thank you guys for tuning in, um, and I'm looking forward to a, a even more exciting rest of the season. Uh, and thanks a lot, uh, Lamont, for joining us as our first guest. And uh, look forward to maybe having you back again soon when when that when that business touches seven figures.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, I would well, love. Well, thank you, Lamont. Uh, as always, thank you, Leon, for coming on board as well. And don't forget, you can find uh, all episodes of season one and season two at edacmorgan.com. Just click on the ride. You'll see the Breakthrough Podcast, and that's edacmorgan.com. You know, follow us on Instagram. We at Ride Small Biz. Uh, look forward to chatting with you all next time. Until we meet again. Don't forget. Continue discovering new pathways, and you know my saying: improve and progress. Right. Peace. Peace. Yeah. This
1: is what you